The QPR podcast is in association with 101greatgoals.com. For post-match Premier League press conferences, FIFA 15 videos, freestyle clips and much more, subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 101greatgoalsyt. QPR! Hello and welcome to QPR Podcast. I'm David Fraser and we have all four of the founders of QPR Podcast together tonight with one very special guest. I'll introduce the non-special guests first, including myself, I'm David Fraser. To my left is, when we rehearsed it, well we didn't rehearse, this is take two and I made a complete hash of it. Now there's no need for me to make a hash of it. (laughs) Where are you from? Chris Charles. Chris Charles from BT Sports. Um... Delivery van driver from Barnet, Paul Finney. Good evening, everybody. Also in DRs, also Funky Flowers, also Queen's Park Rangers till you die. Also bald. Also bald? Yeah. Oh, you're doing okay. Yeah. You're doing all right. Carry on me, show. Now that the Martin O'Neill lookalike work has dried up. Don't you think he looks like Martin O'Neill, <laughs> Ali? <laughs> he does, actually. He does. Also from ITV Sport, Chris Mendes. Hello. And... Very special guest, back for a second time. You came on a year ago, and uh, you seem to not hate it so much that you are back again for more punishment, or not. <laughs> um, QPR player, uh, fans' favourite, Ali Fallin. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. How are you, Ali? Very well, thank you. Very happy to be here with you guys tonight. I think you told us last time it's Fallin, isn't it? Yeah, it's all right. Did I get it wrong? <laughs> no, it's all right. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Ali, or it's Ali, not Alejandro. Yeah? It's Ali. Everyone called me Ali here. So. Yeah. And Fowler. For the family. Ali for the family. Fine. Fine. We'll call you Ali then. Um, We're all family here. <laughs> and before we get on to injuries and Chelsea and all that kind of stuff, the thing I want to know most is when you came on a year ago, you gave us some brilliant British phrases that you knew. <laughs> I think the title of the podcast was Cooking on Gas. <laughs> Because you said that. What's the latest? What is the latest British phrase or catchphrase that you've learnt? Um, have to be honest with you, um, I kind of step back a little bit on my English because uh, in this injury I've been away from the the club and I did the rehab in um, an Italian clinic where everyone spoke Italian. So... Don't get me wrong, it was really good for my Italian. I really improved my skills in Italy, in Italian, so, which is good. But in English, I cannot have uh, any new, the latest. Well, you said don't get me wrong, which is not a bad <laughs> English phrase. Your, your son, you, you told us earlier on, he's, he's six and he has a London accent. Does he does he come home with any phrases, any things he teaches you? Of course, yeah. He's all the time correcting us uh, to me, to my wife. He's, he's a the little man. He's, he's, he's amazing. He, so and he's right on it in, in English. Uh, so his English is uh, perfect, which makes us really happy and and proud. Because obviously, as, as a parent, you know, it's always in the school. You know, the first few years, you don't know really how he's doing, but. Um, yeah, he's doing great, and they 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 take they they you know they they pick up very very easily, and uh, it's a pleasure to see him growing up here. What about his Spanish though? How's that? It's good, you know. 
For him, it's good the, the five weeks break or the six weeks when we went back and the holidays. The first week or so is a little bit uh, shaking, but ne- uh, then you know pick up and uh, come back here like a proper S- Spanish guy. But uh, yeah. By the end of the night, Ali, I'll have you speaking Belfast. You'll be going to training next week going, What a peachy! Are you okay? You're well! <laughs> Did you I get any of that? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Don't worry. It, it just signal to us yeah. if you're not sure. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, Paul. Uh, right, before we get into any of it and we've got tons to go through, what's the latest with you, the injury, the rehab, the recovery, and I, I, I don't even know, are you... A QPR employee at the moment. <laughs> I, I don't know. T- tell us all. Um, well, I'm back at the club um, after. Yeah, it took took me like six months in the clinic. I step away, as I said before. Uh, take distance. Uh, obviously, over with the uh, talking with the club and, and asking for the permits to to do that. Um, they give me the freedom. So uh, yeah, I take this and this and last time. And uh, but yeah, I'm back at the club. Training normal. Uh, fit, uh, trying to to get my head around because it's for me it's, it's beautiful to be able to to train with the team and uh, be training normal. Uh, it's a shame I know in the squad because and had no like really motivation or or mm. targets, you know. So I had no more targets now I'm training normal. So I taking it slow. And can uh, you play for the under twenty ones? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we are we are looking for when the the. the they playing actually. They playing tomorrow. The, the last official game. When it's the official game, it's just allow free over twenty one to play, uh, which is the case always. Uh, someone need the minutes uh, in the squad, so it's a, a bit you know frustration from my side, you know, because um, uh, like tomorrow I could have played already forty five minutes, but uh, obviously there is guys who need a go a, a minutes of football, so. I need to be sensible in that part, you know, uh, and, and I fully understand this this part. Um, anyway, uh, it's going to be a friendly, definitely, the, the, the week coming. And uh, my aim is to, to be, yeah, to go home, play 90 minutes. So I will, I will have plenty of time to, 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 to play some games and to get winning and confidence and get the, the, that feeling around. So hopefully if, if QPR come in with a contract for next season... You'll be you, you'll still be a QPR player. You are right on it. Twenty pounds I give you after. No, no. Which of course, guys. For me, it's very difficult. For as I say, I expressed to the club last week, and and, and when they went to the ground against Everton in the half time, I should say thank you to have a word of thanks and I've mean, been very grateful and very lucky to be, to be here because um, they always support me uh, and in the recent years it's, it's been very difficult for me, for the club, for everyone around me and um, yeah, it's, it's, I haven't even f- f- have thought the, the, what is coming, what, what is going to be next uh, I just want to try to play football to be honest, I'm going to play football I'm sure I'm determined I, ho- I just wake up trying and Trying to play. Hopefully, I can be playing without problems next season. So uh, I don't know where, how, in which circumstances that I'm gonna play football, and, and we see. It'll be a QPR. You'll be back on the podcast, though. Yeah. We'll be- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you? This is this is actually a serious question. But would you like it to be at QPR? Or I think a lot of people would understand if you felt you know you've had 
so many injuries and you've been at the club several years, maybe you, you might feel that you, you want a fresh start. Where do you want to be it's, playing your it's football? It's actually a great question because um, sometimes happen, you know, like uh, sometimes I think, you know, I've been always here with the injuries. Sometimes you might, you know, start again over fresh in other places and uh, maybe try in, in another place. But at the same time, I think uh, I always, every time I go back, I, I want to pay back something of the all the love and the support from everyone you know I want to do that you know and I, that's what I, I feel the most always being here for quite a, such a long time and, and create this bond with the, the fans with the club uh, always uh, tends to be more strong than the other feeling actually mm. so yeah obviously uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Really. I can I cannot take a moment here to to try to to make pressure or to ask for something. I just when, when did your contract actually run out with QPR? Because I know you, they gave you an extra. Yeah, guys, this is a, it's not this is a simple. I was out of the contract last year. They gave me the year to to try to to pay back and play. Uh, that was the idea, and I couldn't I couldn't do it. Um, so yeah, exactly, exactly. So this football is, is what happened with me. I'm a strong person. I, I show that, and uh, every time I even for a minute I'm in the pitch, uh, people seem to be happy how how I move, how I feel, how I what I show. So that gives me even more strength. Um, doing rehabs, my, my my rehab are good. No no bad feelings. My knee is okay, so I will try to to keep going and. Uh, I still think I'm gonna play for many years, so so we see. Uh, if I say I feel at home here, so I've been living in West London. I'm you know for six years. My family, my son is growing up here. For me, this is my place in today. But um, I cannot say as I said before. But I, I, I think as, as QPR fans, I think we said this last time you came on as well. I mean, you. you you are now officially, I know there was a bit of debate last time, but you are now officially QPR's longest serving player. There's no debate about that. They're, all the people who might have just nicked <clears> it off you have, have gone. And and I think the fans uh, are, are massively, in fact, I know they're massively on side, and you can tell by some of the, 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 the tweets that we'll read later, the same thing. And, and uh, you know, it must be nice to know that you're loved. And I, I think the only reason that you do that is because they know that you have given everything for the club the injuries are very unfortunate but it's not your fault and it's it's very refreshing for us to have a player who actually wants to be here yes uh, um, this is uh, this is how it is it's, 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 that is correct and it's honest uh, from, from, my, from me you know it's uh, I feel good here I mean QPR is a strange place, you know. We know all that. Mm-hmm. All that you know, it's a, always a drama, always a, something to play for, and and every year is the same. Um, and I've been part of that: two relegations, two promotions, um, playing much or not playing. But I've been part of that. I always feel part, and everyone makes me feel part. And I'm kind of characters which, uh, in, in the groups, you know, everyone take me on really, really good. So, so that is that is a plus. Um, so, so it's the case here uh, once again. I, I know it's going to be very difficult next year for me to, you know, someone will have to trust on me. On, I, I have no doubt if I'm fit on the pitch, I will be performing because uh, even with this, all this happened, make you stronger, and you know, you start to just 
for me now it's just play football. It's not even more. You know, when you're young or when you like, sometimes you're thinking, overthinking too much, you stress yourself too much about around things. It's not more the case for me. You know, I just want to play football. And I know if I go now in the pitch and I can have a run of games, I get back to back to normal. You know, uh, so that is my 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 target today. But I need to be fit. I need to be day by enjoy day by day now till the end of the season and, and we see. Did did you expect to not be in the squad then? This twenty five man squad, or you know, were you disappointed when you found out? Yeah, always. You know, it's, I fully understand because you have a player who. When the thing for me, the, the turning point for me was uh, taking the decision to be out of the club. You know, doing the rehab. I by the January they take me out in January. If they saw me doing. What I was doing already in January, you know, they they basis regular. They saw you and you, they know where you are. Probably will be different, you know. Maybe they say okay, leave it because maybe it can be ready for a few games. I haven't pushed nothing. It's seven months now. Um, I probably even if you pushing in the good sense, not pushing, rushing nothing, but pushing like to play. If you and the squad probably already be like ready for the for the bench. Now we had ten days, so. Imagine playing 45 tomorrow, 60 you know, next Monday, and you can be able to to the gaffer and, and give a, you know another option. But uh, it's not the case, and it's very frustrating as a footballer, you know. Also as well because uh, I'm finished the contract, and and would be nice for me uh, to be you know able to to be involved. So so yeah, it's a little bit of frustration there, but um, it's how it is, and I have to take it. What do you do to fill your time? Because, as you say, it's very. You're, you're now. You've, you feel you're ready to kick a ball. You're, well, you are. You are. You're in training. You're a couple of games away from getting match fitness. So, it, but in this time when you've been in rehab, I know you've been Italy, in Italy. I know you were with uh, in rehab with one of the Strictly Come Dancing dancers. You said Ola or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said before, you know, you, you saw the, the that, that guy and the yeah. We were in the we were in the we were just waiting for the podcast, and Craig Revel Horwood was randomly <laughs> in this uh, in this pub where we were waiting, um, and and you said, yeah, I used to, but 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 yeah, but but generally, what what do you do to to fill your time? Uh, yeah, barbecues and, lambs. <laughs> oh, that, that showed us nice. a picture of how he barbecued a lamb. <laughs> yeah, it's an Instagram. Yeah. We'll come back to that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Give, doing the rehab and the clinic give me you know another perspective of everything you know you you come across people who uh, have even more serious problems than you you know and you realize uh, you need to, to take life as it is and, and try to 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 enjoy anyway you know and the last few years for me it's been really really hard uh, I love football football is my it's been my passion for for my life is what I do but in the last few years it's been very frustrating frustrating and uh I, it's not like I fell in love, I fell out of love with football, but you, you need to do other things, you know, because uh, weekend for me now is, is, is for the first few, you know, it's, it's very difficult to even watch or, or be around, you know, so you need to do things with the family. I play my music. I have, now I get involved in coffee with my friend, have a shop. Sometimes I go even do a shift, doing barista shift. In the coffee shop, wow. sometimes and it's in Chiswick, so I have many many occasions where like people come in for asking, yeah, can I have a flat white? And they look at me and look down. And they look again and say, Yeah, they fallen. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you're right. <laughs> yes, what are you doing? So what are you doing here? QPR, J- QPR JJ on Twitter has actually asked, can you shout me a coffee tomorrow at Tamp? Exactly, yeah. 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 I will be there. Is that, the name I, of the place? that is my place now to, to relax. And I, I like it, you know. I like it because I come across a, a, a different people in a different environment and you enjoy it. You have to enjoy it and yeah, it's, it's, it's nice, it's nice. You give you strength and make you stronger. That's uh, what. Just to finish off this one, and, and I promise we won't ask you any more tricky questions on this after this. Michael McSperrin wants to know, have you had any discussions with the club about your contract? No. I, I don't even talk with my Asian yet in, in, in ages. So, no. Nah, honest, but honest, I'm honest with this. It's not like I'm uh, playing around here. I haven't even for what is coming or what's going to be next, you know. I'm just trying to, now, to be focused and be fit. It's been very hard. My last six, seven months, it's been a nightmare, to be honest. Uh, I've been through a lot. But I come in, a, 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 again, once once again, I'm, I'm coming out, I see in the light, so so let's see if I can, can manage to, first, to, to be fit and keep fit, and uh, then we, we, we will have time to to see where we're going to play next season. Um, Sebastian Garcia has asked a question. How does it feel to see QPR relegation troubles Rosero Central on top of the league? Seba, un saludo para Seba. How do you say that properly? Sebastian is uh, a QPR fan for everyone. Uh, He's a lovely uh, fellow, actually. Yeah. I met him. He's a QPR fan with a, a, lovely, a lovely history about QPR. He come like, I think the fans pay the, the ticket for That's him. That's right, a few years like ago. years ago, yeah. And he flied with it, you know, and watched QPR and fell in love with QPR. And, and he's a madness QPR fan, so <laughs> hello to, to him. And yeah, it's, uh, QPR is always, you know, oh, we, we've been doing this in the last few years, you know, going up, going down, going up, going down. Uh, it's difficult, uh, but still, you know, it's, at least we have something to fight and, you know, it always is, it's high, you know, the pressure is on it and it's like, it keep your life. And I, my, my, that Rosario Central is my team. I'm in Argentina, you know, I growing up there, my academy, I did my academy there and uh, I have big memories and, and I supported that team in Argentina. So oh, right, okay. they're doing brilliant, the first on the, on the table. And I'm really enjoying that. Is that unusual for them to be? Yeah, it's, it, it, Rosario Central is not, it's not as QPR, but uh, yeah, he hasn't won much in, in the last oh, okay. few years. So for us, it's, now I'm enjoying as a, as a fan as well. Would, would, would you, you, you recommend, last question, would you recommend that people from this country should go and watch more football in Argentina and South America as well? Well, because yeah, of the, for the experience. Yeah, as experience, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, as I say, don't get me wrong. Here is uh, the passion for football is unbelievable in England, but it's more like uh, it's the, in the right way. You know, it's not in excess. In Argentina, no. it's in excess for the good and for the bad. Yeah. But it's nice to have an experience and go and watch uh, uh, big clashes, the big derbies there. It's, 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 they are amazing. River Boca, Rosario Central, Newell's Old Boys. Uh, there is few like big derbies which. Uh, give you uh, a lift of adrenaline if you go to watch it. Would you, would you ever consider going back to play there or would you prefer to finish your career in England? Uh, it's, it's, it's a difficult question, you know, it's a difficult question. Now, as I say, we have TC, TC six years old growing up here in the school and, and you want to, you know, my country is a, a beautiful country with so much, a lot of problems, a lot of problems as well. 
and it, it give you that you know that what what is next you know for us but um for me as how i am, i am now i'm in a pretty difficult situation so even if it's someone in i don't know Thailand say Ale come on you, you know we trust in you I would have to take it because it's going to be difficult for me I know that because football is like that it's a, it's a it's a difficult environment and normally people write you off uh, after the first injuries like Achilles or knee injuries or people write, write you right off after the first one I have three of them but I still believe and I have I want I want to play football I want to enjoy it again you know Play football mm. every time. I'm, every time I'm on the pitch, I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm happy. You know, this is where, the only place where I completely happy. You know, no, no, no one's going to write you off ever. <laughs> no, not our fans anyway. So yeah, let's. Um, should we change the subject? I'm actually, although it's quite a serious subject we're talking about, I'm going to take you down even a notch from there, <laughs> and um, ask that we we talk briefly about the game yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, anyway, so only anyway, because we have to. That's why he's losing his, his yeah. hair. Yeah, that's why Paul's losing his hair. Um, Chelsea, the Chelsea game. You were you were barbecuing a lamb at the time, right? No, 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 no. no. It was a was a home relaxing. Uh, you know what? It's funny because uh, every time I go I go to the stadium, they give, give us a, a director's box, which is uh, behind the Tony and and the seats over there. Are so tight, honestly. For the knees, it's terrible. Yeah. So I rather anytime I had the option to watch it on TV, I prefer to watch it on TV because after free of the operation, I cannot afford to. Your injury, exactly. No. Your oh, to not watch after it two hours sitting like in that in that position, I'm telling you, I need uh, two days to recover. So <laughs> I prefer not to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I yeah, I watched it in the sofa that. yesterday. But you said you're a little boy. Um, what's it with you yesterday? Yeah, he he he's uh, you know. Then then I was just to ever for everyone to know what, what, what we were talking about. We were talking about the game yesterday, and uh, I get mad at the end of the the game, as everyone else, I think, you know, and the way we lost the game. And you know, the kids uh, they don't understand. They see you like mad and upset, and they they try to copy you, or they they get emotional. My son is very emotional, so after the game. Um, through the game we were talking, the game was very boring. We know that. We make it pretty difficult for them. We made pretty awful game for them, which was uh, the right thing to do. Um, but again, yeah, he was getting boring, so I tried to keep him on on the game and talking the, the situation, explaining everything he was asking. So at the end, I finished uh, as catastrophe as he, as he was. Ten, game, ten minutes after I... Looking for him, he was in the room. And when I came in, into the room, he was uh, a little bit like crying, yeah. <laughs> like worried, like probably, yeah. Me too. Like, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the kids, you know, are a little funny, you know, they're, they're funny, but yeah. And did you it's say serious. to him, this is what it's like? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you better get used to it. <laughs> <saying, laughs> you better get used to it. But I was saying that, it, that it, we have to talk about the game we shoot, really. Yeah. It was, it was, but I can't find fault. I mean, I, I felt deflated and I felt really really nice, angry and sad but at the same time I was really proud of the shift our lads put in I don't think we could have asked anymore we, we just didn't get that one clear chance we probably needed to, to hurt them do you know what I mean you, you kind of think we just need Matty Phillips to get an over the top ball to get behind the defence maybe 
Well, we had the clear chance, I think. But yeah, we with Philip, Matty Phillips' just a shame. chance. I mean, Matt Phillips' shot was brilliant. But it's just a shame. I mean, Courtois uh, uh, is a fantastic mm. yeah, keeper. Yeah, that was a clear chance. It's just chance. a shame it was, it was straight, straight at him. Him. If it had been just one, yeah. you know, half a foot either side, then... Oh, sorry. Half a foot either side, then, you know, we'd have been in business. We just we just needed a break, but I tell you what, um, I would say it was probably Joey Barton's best game I've seen for a long time. Um, he was he was immense yesterday, and he's he's had his critics, and we have criticised him as well sometimes. But he was immense yesterday, and, and the whole team. You can see how much it meant to them. I mean, you as a player, Ali, you know how much it means to the fans as well. I mean, that's yeah, a big game for us. I think yeah, yeah. I think the guys, uh, the lads, put the, the, the shift and and do everything to perfection like uh, the, the game was really tight and, and it wasn't the, the nicest game to watch in terms of football quality no. but we, we wanted to them to feel awkward and to feel you know under that kind of days you know they, they, they didn't have a shot there. No. We, we have few chances they have nothing just a goal which was a shame as well and, and, and obviously everyone knows what happened and the goal uh, which is a shame for, for everyone but it was a blow yeah, uh, you know this changed very quickly. We we managed to to get some point on board, and then across the week, and everyone is already on it and believing that, that we can do it. So yeah. this is how football is. Uh, you win, well, you you on it, run on it. So five games to go is a lot of points, and and I think uh, we we are like even now now with this week with these three games, how we play these three games. Uh, plenty of uh, belief. Uh, one thing I heard a lot of yesterday was if we play like that every game, we'll be okay. Which is true, but it's QPR. <laughs> so we tend not <laughs> to. Uh, which is kind of my we, worry. If we play like that and score every game, we'll be okay. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, I mean, it was, just, it was just one of those games where we bossed Chelsea for, and you know, Mourinho said it. Mourinho said he'd been happy with the point. I thought Mourinho was actually quite funny after the game yesterday with all the stuff with the missiles and stuff like that. And I thought he was quite gracious. I mean, it's easy, easy to be gracious when you win, I know. But um, I, 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 thought he, I thought he did well yesterday. But it, it, was, oh, it was just such a kick in the teeth. It's horrible. It was like minutes. being a Derby fan it's a ho- at, it's a, it's in, at Wembley. It's the most... I mean, we've played... A, yeah, we, we've played... The, we, there's a lot of games where I've been down on the floor this season and felt gutted and... But yesterday was just the, the just the worst of the lot, and it made it worse. My little girl was with me, so I had to be the adult mm-hmm. amongst the party and had to try and reassure her because she was upset and just say, "Oh, it's fine, it's only a game." And then yeah, just actually just wanted to hit my head on the floor. But you know, uh, Ali, we were talking before about you were telling us about some of the classicos that you've played in in Argentina, and you showed us a video with the flares and the fireworks and the intensity from the fans. How does that? Compared to a West London classico, <laughs> it's uh, it's way different, you know. It's, it's, it doesn't mean it's, here it's really nice and the love to roar. Yesterday was a, and it's always in the, in the class, every game, but uh, even more in the, in the, in the, in the derbies, you know. It's the classicos, the love to roar. It's amazing play to be because tight. It, remind, it reminds me a lot of uh, Argentina Stadium because it's nice, compact, and very tight. So you feel you feel it. But yeah, in Argentina, the, the difference is, uh, the, as I said before, you know, the excess of everything, you know, uh, and they have this, you know, it's like like in Italy as well, when I went now to Palermo, yeah. like you living the Monday before, the week before, they start with a, a, a crazy, you know, pressure and excitement and, and you know, already they, everyone making you feel like the 
really the pressure. You know, you you have to win, and and it makes a difference. You know, if you win, you're gonna be two three weeks like really relaxed and happy. You know, otherwise you will have to be at home for a week or ten <laughs> days without exactly training, and and you will have to support. You know, the sometimes even the abuse of uh, fans. You know, it's not it's not nice. You know, it's everything in excess. Nothing in excess is nice, and in Argentina, uh, it's slowly when you win in and this, but when, when you are in a situation like Asa, oh, telling you, it's, it's very difficult. They crash the cars and the parking. They come every day to the training ground, uh, making pressure. You know, you cannot go out of the stadium. Even at Palermo, Palermo arrived when I went to on loan a few years ago. I, the situation at KPR and in Palermo was the same. Mm-hmm. When I arrived, I played the first set straight away. At home against the lower, and the, like relegation fight. And we lost. And I, we couldn't get out of the stadium for three hours. Three hours, people mm-hmm. stay there and like want to, want to kill us, really. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give you like... After six years here, when you get uh, used to, to this and... Which is the right thing, passionate, but uh, with the right thing, it's very difficult to to leave the, one of them. There was, a, there was a bit of passion yesterday, um, which sort of for the wrong reason. I mean, there was passion throughout the game, but I mean, right at the end, um, the 88th minute, Cesc um, Fabregas scores, and then um, he scores on the. He, he, as we're looking at it from the loft where I was, um, he, he's on the right and hand side. And he comes over to the loft and he to went celebrate, all the as way, you do. All the way over to the left. There's nothing been much made of this, but um, I thought it was a bit out of order. I mean, if somebody did that in Argentina, what, what, would, what would happen? Yeah, in Argentina, it's, uh, as a player, you have to be careful because uh, celebration are big things, you know. So if you provocate the, the, the other fans, you, you get nasty, you know, sometimes. But uh, honestly, here it's, it's so nice, you know. Uh, it's no. Yesterday uh, I was watching the game and it was Ivanovic taking a throw in and pushing <laughs> right in. in the, it was into the people. Yeah, and know, yeah, like he he's screaming, yeah, they yeah. back and he was. Well, he right deliberately did that, I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah. but if that happened in Argentina, he's gone. He's, <laughs> ne- he's, ne- he's never go back to to the pitch. You know? I think an Argentinian club should buy Ivanovic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the one thing we should play it in an Argentinian ground next season. But, but, but let me let me ask, if Charlie Austin had scored and then done that in front of the Chelsea fans, what Ivanovic and Fabregas did, he'd be a hero. No, there would be a problem because their fans, their fans would be asleep anyway. He was a hero then, yesterday for tripping John Terry up. Yeah, that's it. Whatever happens, if he goes at the end of the season. If he only plays five more games for us, he's a legend now for throwing John Terry to the floor. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, he didn't trip him up, he just yeah, 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 him he just threw him, threw him away. That's threw the one off, time yeah. it's good not to be a big club. Yeah, yeah. Because if he, if he was a United player or an Arsenal player and he did that and he threw someone to the ground, he'd get three match yeah, yeah. bands. I don't know, we give free, free drinks for everyone who's Bruce would do the John Terry. But um, the thing is, like, no one wants to see things come on the pitch. I mean, because a club will suffer for that, and that was. No. It's, it's not good. But at the same time, as I think the player should have been booked, but still, there's no excuse for throwing stuff. Well, and if he'd been booked, he'd miss two games because he, he was on that sort of bow. I mean, I. You know, there was because uh, I amazingly uh, the missiles appear to be coming from the family stand, which is where I am. Yeah. They're sort no, of flying that. over my head. I'm, I'm, I mean, I've no idea where they come from, but there were three people when I left the ground who asked me for a light. So I don't know if that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes, anyway. But the thing is, I, I thought I thought their fans was were rubbish as well, and um, everything about them is ru- is rubbish anyway. But they've got no class. They're a horrible club. But 
at least the fans yesterday backed our club rather than just focusing on them, which is a good thing as well. Because yeah. it's, it's always it's nice to give them a wee bit of booze, but the support the players got yesterday, I thought, from the fans was, was, was really top-notch. Well, well, you played, obviously, in the, the, the famous win under Neil Warnock. And, in fact, I think you, you were involved in winning the, the penalty. You were involved in the build-up, certainly. It was man of the match, Chris. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just... Well, you can talk. <laughs> uh, Oh hello! I don't know what happened there? The, the lights have just gone. The out. rumor in the lights have just gone out. Carry on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm over here, Ali. <laughs> but you, you played in that game. How, I mean, and that was as, as intense, if not more intense than, than yesterday. And how, how did you? Because as a QPR player, you would never have experienced Loftus Road quite like that before. Yeah, it's just, I mean, Premier League. You know, brings even you know the big big matches and play against. Uh, the biggest players in, in the world, you know, and uh, it's amazing. That, that was our first year in Premier League, and we get, yeah, we call them to for surprise, you know. They didn't expect that from us. That was amazing. It's a good memory. It was amazing match, amazing game, and yeah, you know, it was the, the, the first few times for us playing against some of us playing against big big names, you know. So the first few clashes, uh, you really really enjoy it, and. and you have like extra adrenaline and you leave it every second of it and, and that was the case and yeah we really enjoyed that, that was the dressing room buzzing was it like proper buzzing after oh, that game oh yeah yeah oh yeah I was drunk for three days <laughs> <laughs> it was marvellous I bet Neil was happy as well wasn't he oh yeah he's, he's a funny character you know he's yeah. so funny so yeah well, I think QPR fans, he, he, you know we've got a lot of time for Warnock and um, he's, he's the man that did take us up and Maybe I'm saying you should answer this, but maybe a few of us think he should have been given longer. And but there you go, what happens? happens. Yeah, football, football. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Twitter question here from Jason Maskell. Do the players want Chris Ramsey to stay as manager next season? I think that the, everyone is is is, uh, is giving their the, the, their best. You know, uh, they take uh, the, the right right in the right way the message from from Chris. It seems like uh, I've been just a few weeks in the club now, and um, he seems like a very humble, um, very honest manager. And who you can see the the background, his experience and the coaching, and you can see that, and everyone appreciates and wants to to get everyone involved and on their feet and going back to basics. So, so it's nice. It's nice to see everyone working really hard, and hopefully he can can. Can manage to to keep us in, in the division and and be lo- longer with, with us, of course. Have, he, have you spoken with him since he's been? Sorry, that's have, right. have you spoken with him since he's become manager? Since you've been back, sorry, from, from yes, from yes, of course, of course. Uh, uh, we had a conversation, and, and, and he's a very nice yeah. uh, man, you know. And uh, yeah, we have our conversations, and he's every day out, out there with, with us. So he's, uh, he's he lived like. In, in that sense, you know, in, in England, uh, managers sometimes don't get that involved with uh, him because obviously he was a coach and he want to get right on in, the, in the, every training, every session. Uh, in that aspect, it's more similar like uh, Sue American coaches and managers and, and, and that aspect, so I, uh, we really enjoy it. And, and how is it different to under Chris Ramsey to Harry Redknapp? Yeah, Harry was more like a, an old-school... Old uh, manager in England, you know, like Neil was Neil, Neil Warnock was uh, a little bit like that as well, you know, uh, like 
get a little bit on the session, watching her and go going inside and a different different kind of uh, uh, management. But uh, yeah, that is it, the main probably uh, the main difference in between them too. Chris Ramsey's knees are in good, good shape. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, he has his record as well. I think he when he stopped he, he stopped because uh, retirement because injuries. So yeah, he know he know he understand what what is feel. What does it feel? I think he was saying um, Harry Redknapp's. Uh, yeah, Harry Redknapp. Ah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 no, sorry, no, no. sorry. I, I didn't get it. That, that's what I say to, to you, Finnick. That's what I say, you know. Yeah, we yeah. were talking about jokes and don't get it, you know. Yes. If you I know what's happening. Yeah. No, no, sorry, sorry, I sorry. Chris I, I, I didn't get it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Harry, Harry injuries. Yeah, with the knee, yeah. Harry's bad knee. He, he was, he was, he, actually, he, he were very bad. He had like a year on crutches yeah. working. Yeah. You can hear the noise of the crutches and around the, the training, and you know, he's, he was coming. That sounds a bit like a horror film. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, more, more for me, more for me because I hate crutches, you know. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, was uh, every time oh, I listen to that, yeah, gonna be away. But uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, that's good for me as well. You have to accept. Uh, I know the, you know, I know the background of the, the Chris Ramsey. You know, yeah, and, very uh, good. Uh, yeah. Impressive. You have to, be, <laughs> yeah. you have to know. You have so to say. Harry it. hasn't been on the phone to you asking for like advice on the. No comments. He's, he's too busy playing golf. Um, well, Otis asks who he's asked who are your best and worst QPR managers. I'll rephrase it and ask who are, have been your favourite to play under and maybe your least favourite to play under. Um, that's a, that's a tough. Yeah. Uh, not tough in what I, I think, but um, I think the best was uh, Neil. Without doubt, because uh, uh, the way he he managed us to to get that that group and the promotion was amazing. And was it Paul Hart? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for <laughs> surprising that one, eh? Honestly, honestly, Paul Hart, uh, yeah. If he carry on, uh, we, we were relegated that first year. My first year <laughs> he out here. He was in charge for a, a oh, very short amount of time. Yeah, like, yeah, like he was, uh, we, he was in charge. Like, <laughs> he, I, I don't know him. He had like a very good reputation as well in uh, like, he coaching well, and think, youth team. And yeah. Yeah. But with us, it uh, didn't work at all. And uh, if he carried us, uh, we were in big, big trouble. Then I think Neil came and we mm. finished mm. middle of the table. But yeah, it was a crazy year. That. And another easy question. How do you solve a problem like Adele? <laughs> uh, this is uh, a not ending, <laughs> not ending history. You know? yeah, everyone knows. I think you know, I, don't, I cannot add anything uh, Everyone knows how Adele is, you know. It's, it's a really bit, uh, complex him, you know. Um, and nothing. It's just a shame he he's not you know really up to to be there, you know. He trying, but he's it's difficult. It's difficult to 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 take him to keep him on, on board, you know. And in situation like we are now, uh, it's difficult for every talented player, you know, because. We cannot play football right now. You cannot go out and play football now. You know. Well, yesterday they were route one. <coughs> Needed to be. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, now we need to go back to basics. And if you ask me, we need to like scratch the games and fight and, and make sure uh, everything in that. It's difficult to be trying to... I guess uh, Chris uh, will be nice to him to say, uh, split, uh, play, pass, and 
when, when that come alive, you, you need player like Adele, even Nico. Nico is struggling to get in the team because that, because in the balance, when in that last decision for the manager, he might rather to have a one like a runner and a, yesterday was Carl Henry play a fantastic game. Mm. And maybe, you know, you, you, you sacrifice the likes yeah. of Nico and Adele and you know it's difficult it's difficult for a manager in this moment you know so is, and for them as well for them as well it's difficult to keep their head because they, they are talented yeah. players they are the, the players who change things so you are you, you need to make them understand that they, <laughs> you, don't, you don't need them no, no, the trouble you know. I always find with Adele I'm sure you're, you're a different angle because you see him every day in training mm. he had it you know he could have Going to the top of the tree. Yeah, in my of opinion. course. He he should have been playing top level long time since like already like five years playing long like high. But he 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 knows he knows as well. He, he at some point he is missing something or yeah. no. Uh, I like I love him. You know, as, as, as a guy is a perfect uh, lovely guy. But um, so, you know, everyone uh, you need to take care of all of yourself. You know, if he, you know, no, at the same time you it's kind of weird because at the same time he wasn't playing much with us. Went to Fulham, which didn't work at all. They sent him back actually, <laughs> and yeah. from nowhere he ended at Milan. And you That's say, right. ah, he's not gonna. And he played every single game, uh, and he was standing there. He had a very good performance, like yeah. he's switching on and he scored five goals, assist. You know, he was really, really good. So, you know, he, he, with him, you never know. He's, you never know. Well, He's one of them, you know. I can't speak for him, but I mean, with, with the land thing, I mean, it must have been, you know, he must have, you know, playing in front of all those people and, you know, getting the chance to, play, you know, to show off his skills. I mean, the thing is, what you said was right in a way about us. We need people to scrap and fight at the moment. But if you look back to our, <coughs> when we escaped relegation, under Mark Hughes two or three years ago he keep the playing last big part. Games, then Adele was the, the, yeah, was true. one of the main players yeah, who helped us out of that it's true it's, it's difficult it's complicated it's complicated you need to understand uh, you know the manager as well uh, this situation is pretty awful situation no, so you, you know yeah. Um, but yeah uh, Adele is uh, like against Everton against Crystal Palace he played I, I thought he was one of the the, the best players yeah but we didn't, you know. Much, exactly. Yeah, so was, yeah. exactly, no. <laughs> okay. So next game, he, I think he didn't play. He was on the bench. So, mm-hmm. so for them, that they don't count, the, you know. And he come on against Everton, I think he hit the post. So they, they expect to be, you know, all the time. They want to be the man because they they they, they are that kind of player. So for them, it's difficult when they, they don't. Sometimes they don't accept the, the reality of, or they do. But for other people, you know, it's, it's, it seems like be rude or he no want it or this or not. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a complicated one. Um, Alex Ingham asks, who has been your favourite midfield partner since you've been at QPR? Um, yeah, as, as a chemi- chemistry and, and like Camalón and that, for me that, that team, that, that group of, as a team, you know, you, you might have 13, 14, 15 years of career and, and be... And one or two real teams, you know, it's very difficult to to get like proper, like a team proper in every sense. It's very difficult. And with with Neil, that promotion, we were all the way amazing. That year was amazing. And the, and even the people, you know, it's very fresh. And the people, because it's been four, four years ago, and we had another a promotion. But I, I I bet if you ask, probably you know people. Uh, you know, it's more fresh that team than the, the recently yeah, one. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the recently one, the last 
two months, what, the funding way, when we saw with the funding, funding the way, was amazing, the last two months, when the, you know, when they flew the playoff. But that team, the year of that team, was, uh, was uh, everyone enjoyed every second. Yeah. And for that reason, I have to say Sean, Sean Derry, I really enjoyed that. He destroyed and I, I was trying to play and he uh, was amazing. And, and quality-wise, uh, I think it was a really shame that year with the Esteban, we would play a few games uh, together and was looking really like really good. Brilliant. And we couldn't, we couldn't yeah. you know, put it right and results. And that was a shame that... That group, that team uh, was a con- mix of things, you know, it was really, really a shame, you know, the fixture, we started with a terrible fixture. Anyway, we were encouraged and playing good football, we couldn't get the points and it started to go, you know, and mm. it was difficult. Oops. Sorry, go on, Chris. I was just, uh, there was a couple of silly little questions I was going to ask, really. Um, your current change. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. Your current teammates, uh, who would you say is the most easygoing, the, the most laid back in the in the dressing room? That's easy, it's Joey. Joey says I'm going to do a show. He's never, he's never, he's never shut up. He's never, he's, he's always, Joey's right? uh, yeah, yeah. always a, like a philosophy, make a, make a, a two hours conversation from everything. He likes that, you know, he loves the, the different, you know, opinions and ideas and he's funny, but um Probably will be Richard. Richard Dunn is very laid back, like yeah. very relaxed guy. Ni- Nico, Nico as well. Nico is, is <laughs> no, <really>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now this is this is probably going to be the same answer to the first guy. He said that the person you'd most like if you got in a fight, who would you most like to help you out? Finney. <laughs> <laughs> <Apart> from Finney. <laughs> Richard Dunn, maybe. Yeah. Um, Clint Hill, Richard Dunn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, then the big lads, you know. Show as well. Show is, is right on it. Right on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need much to switch on them, you know. Colkers um, as well. This is a beast. Oh, massive, he's a he? beast. Yeah. He's not not in a million years, twenty four years old. I think he's <laughs> not, not in a million years. Um, what about the what about the worst music when you put, put tunes on in the dressing room? <clears throat> who who do you think? Yeah, when you come like you away from home, you get mixed cultures and different. You know, it had yeah. all the taste. Whatever you want, you will have. Sometimes, you know, either we come with some French or some... I will come with some Argentinian rock and roll and, you know, people say, what are you, what are you listening to? But this is... It's a good culture in the, in the direction of, of, of music, you know? There is uh, people liking music. I, I think uh, that Rob Green is a, a mixing, like, DJ thing is very good. Is yeah, it is. It is. What? It is, it is. <laughs> It is. Rob Green's yeah. DJ. Yeah, it is really good. Um, Murph, Brian, uh, uh, Brian Murphy. Yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, really good. Like uh, with rock and roll and like proper culture. Well, old music. rock and roll, you mean? Everything, yeah, yeah okay. everything. So it's quite a, quite a nice when them they take over and then. And, the, and what, what do you listen to? You say Argentinian rock and roll, but if, if we say if we took any. Say, say British I'm US really music. Really open. I really open. Yeah. I go from one thing to other, but. Um, yeah, I like uh, I like everything. I like Rolling Stones. Yeah, I I listen to Rolling Stones as I listen to Coldplay and Oasis. You know, it's not mm. like a, a Red Hot Chili Pepper like, yeah. like that. I like Creedence from the old school Creedence Revival. Okay, yeah. You know, oh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. That was amazing choice. for yeah. me. Yeah. The My Clash. Family, you know, yeah, exactly. Deep Purple, Eric Clapton, Bob Dylan. Brilliant. Yeah, I like Bossa Nova as well. Go to all the way to, you know, Bossa Nova thing, Brazil, Brazil <laughs> culture of music. I love it. And, you know, it's very open. 
So is that where you find a wee bit of peace sometimes with your guitar and oh, just, just yeah. chill out there? Through, through the last years, yeah. It starts like a very, like a, as I never take a lesson of how I play, just pick them up. But oh. um, always, music has been a man, it's been a big part of this, you know. I always come across someone in music, you know, which is nice. And yeah, it's take me, yeah, it's relax. It's take me away a little bit playing music no to my family is getting like a problem every time now because we used to have a house you can go one one place one place of the house your wife or your son another place now oh, okay. I move to a small apartment so I take the guitar and they already go like you know <laughs> oh there you are again so yeah. um, we can't let you a, a, a visit by you go by without one racial stereotype question Ben Hunt wants to know what's your favourite steak uh, it would be nice to I can give um, it would be nice to arrange one barbecue to teach people how to cook barbecue here in England All right, let's Dallas. do that <laughs> you want to know some funny history and uh, which happened just last week to me yes I'm a pretty crazy as I said before I moved to a flat which I had a terrace I said right on in Chiswick off the uh, Chiswick Harold had a terrace which is not my terrace the owner said to me, listen, people have been using it. If you want to use it, have a glass of wine, whatever. When the weather is nice, you can do it. So last week, <laughs> I don't know, I was coming back from training like at 5 o'clock in the, already in the afternoon, 5.30. The day was I made one of these week, mm. you know, beautiful day. So I said, I need to cook a barbecue. I don't know how, where I need to cook a barbecue. So I come across, I come outside on the, on the, on the terrace. So I need to cook a barbecue. So I call my, my brother, he's here now. We go and buy, buy meat. <laughs> we need to do the barbecue. So I managed to, to put bricks and to try to avoid do anything, yeah, danger <laughs> and the terrace. <laughs> but yeah, if it was a, a, an English barbecue, we would be like, you know, a medium rare or whatever, you know, <laughs> like blood, blood, blood around the place. My maximum an hour fire and that's it. The way what we cook, we cook like very slow. It was like three, four hours. So by the end, we start the to the, the alarm of the Costa downstairs. Oh, <laughs> <to go on. laughs> and the, uh, the guys from the fire, how they call it, the fire bomb. Oh, the yeah, fire yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have to come and it was a mess, you know. So we're all coming very, from very, very silly from me, I have to say. On your terrace, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all coming from Along barbecue. with the fire brigade. <laughs> yeah, they can come as well, so <laughs> easier and quicker to switch it off. That's to the effect, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taste, bit of water. So, exactly. Right, we are. We've nearly got to wrap up. What we'll do? Oh. Let's do one more question each, round the table. Um, so, so get it ready. I'll, I'll, I'll start, or, I'll, or Chris, oh, you, go, you go first. Yeah. I was going to ask Ali. We've met you twice now. And it does feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like you've fallen in love with QPR a bit, a bit like we all have. But my question is, given that everything that's gone on, have you enjoyed your six or seven years or whatever it is so far? Yeah, with everything on it. I love it. Every every part of every bit of it. With every promotion, every relegation, all the drama and the fight, the point deduction... It make it, I think that all that make it even bigger and uh, stronger. And, you know, with me since the first year, it's, it's been amazing. The first year I get the, to win the 
I think it was one of the the last, uh, you know, like uh, end of the year dinner with the fans. And I remember, I yeah, get the, the, award, the last ones, the award from the fans and from that year. You know, after the the point deduction things make even. Whenever I was thinking, oh my my goodness, everyone gonna hate me. It was nah. all the way around. Everyone even love support me more. So you know, from the first first bit, it was. Uh, Amazing. Well, uh, just to, uh, I'm going to ask my question now, but, but to, just to answer that, no one would have hated you at all. I mean, that's, that's the ridiculous notion. But I, I could understand you thinking that because it just yeah, happened to involve you. What's my name? What's my name on it? But then? Clear, you know, clearly nothing to do with you. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, clearly of course, nothing course, to do with you anyway. Um, I was going to say, this is, this is quite a difficult question, but um, I was going to say, um, does it go through your mind the next, the next time you step out on a football field properly, there must be a bit in the back of your mind worried that, that, that something's going to happen again and because it's happened three times and I mean it's yeah it's very, it's very difficult uh, uh, because it's not honestly it's not the case I have see have people saying listen you might have some you know uh, no problems but uh, maybe it's something in your mind honestly honestly I, I don't have any issue this time this time this last time now I take it like more easy because before I used to like saying okay you can go out play and I put my head in between the you know I go and tackle and because I feel good I, I never had that this oh, I don't want to shoot or I don't want to go and tackle I don't want to jump I, it wasn't I never was the case so I don't think it's gonna be the case I taking it slow now because I know in the squad so that give me the no the, the the target but. Uh, Hopefully I can play, you know. This this has been a, a, a nightmare, you know, mm. in the last few years. For a person who loves what he does and uh, just want to play football, you know. I just play football because I love it. I, uh, not be able to do it, uh, it's, it's, it's frust- very frustrating. Finn? Uh, my, my, my question is quite simple. When you come back next season and play for QPR, when you score your first goal, can you weave at me in Suffolk Road? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in G block. So when you score, just turn around because we wave. And, um, Listen, guy, maybe my future is here with you guys, you know. If you give me a contract, maybe I can say, <laughs> yeah. every yeah. week, you know. My, 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 we're, pay, we're already pay paying Finney too much. That's the problem. If we <laughs> yeah. can reduce his like, wage yeah, bill, so then we'll get you in. But what, I would, what I would say, and you know what's coming. You know I'm going to do it. Yeah, so you've got to do it. You, you, you have been one, one of the... Uh, in the last few years, there's been players have come in from many different areas to come into this club, and they haven't really got it. Maybe they didn't want to get it. Maybe we didn't get to them. They didn't get to us. You have proved that anyone can come from anywhere in this planet, come into Queens Park Rangers, and actually not just get it but fall in love with it. And you have been amazing for our football club. <laughs> Thank you so much. You were a really, Thank really you. nice work. Thank you for the work. Really nice. Now you have to follow that, follow that Chris. Chris. <laughs> well, it is difficult, yeah. And I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just want to ask, on this season, do you think we're going to stay up? Oh, boo. Boo-hoo, boo. Well, last, last year when I come, we were in a pretty awful situation as well. Yeah, we were like uh, going in the, mm-hmm. in the way down. And I come and say, listen, we're going to go up and we, we did. So I will stick with my my you know yeah. my belief and I, and I say last time, last week I had the, the the interview with the the QPR uh, guys and, uh, and I say listen you're gonna change and we're gonna be right to the take it right to the end you know and it's gonna be like it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be close Let's but I still away. thinking yeah I still thinking we're gonna get away with that. Brilliant, excellent. Will you convince me? Yeah, yeah, me too. 
Ali, thank you so much for coming on. Wherever you are next season, and we all hope it's at Shep- uh, playing for QPR and Shepherd's Bush, wherever you are... <laughs> What? Yeah, for Shepherds Bush Rangers. <laughs> what did I just say? Whatever they're called. We won't. We won't start again. Wherever you're playing next year, as you will always have a place in the heart of QPR fans That's for absolutely. the way that you've been and the dedication that you've shown. And thank you. we thank you to echo what Paul said for everything that you've done absolutely, for QPR. Yeah. Lovely. Thank absolutely. you for for the kind words and uh, my feeling with, with, with the club and uh, everyone around. Everyone knows. Everyone knows me and. Is the way it is. So hopefully, I can uh, people can even if it's a QPR or not QPR, people can be happy of seeing me in, 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 in a pitch, a football pitch. So thank you for. for and don't sign for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you, I've, I've now got a mental image though of you cooking a barbecue in the middle of Loftus Road. Selling, selling the steaks there before the game. Yeah. We're, going, we're like coming to your terrace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely have a barbecue. Definitely. Okay, thank you very much. A brilliant podcast once again with Ali Fallin. Uh, this has been the QPR podcast. We'll catch you next time. The QPR podcast is a West 12 Media and Burble Media production. QPR, QPR, are on the QPR, QPR.